Welcome to Coffee Time, a show about life, relationships, faith, and family. Here are your hosts, Dr. Andy and Rennie Bowman. Welcome to Coffee Time with Andy. Well, thank you, dear. I'm so glad you invited me to be here. Well, who are you? I am Rennie Bowman. (laughs) And we're just trying, with a little humor, trying to show some common sense in a crazy world sometimes, but we're glad that you've joined us. What? Hey, Rennie, do you remember, wintertime brings it back to mind, do you remember when we were in uh, Dallas when uh, I happened to be undergoing uh, uh, proton treatment for cancer? Yes. And uh, we had some precious folks that had uh, allowed us to use their RV to stay in while we were undergoing those three or four months of treatment. Yes, you had to be at the proton center every day for five days a week. And so some very precious people loaned us their beautiful RV to live in while we were there. Well, yeah, it was a great place or a great thing they did for us, but I think I remember you had a little incident one day while I was gone. It was cold, it was wintertime, it was probably January, no, December, and it was happened to be a really cold spell came through North Dallas. Yes. And you were there by yourself, and didn't you have an incident? I very well remember that incident. I thought you might. Sit back, get a deep seat, and a tight hole, because I do remember this story. We had only been there for like, I don't know, three or four days, and I still didn't know this RV very well at all, and there were budgets and levers and, and, and things that I didn't understand. And you had always, of a morning, I'd say, I'm, you know, take my shower, turn on the hot water. To back there to the to the second bathroom where the shower is and you would just turn it on for me so i didn't know what buttons did what wasn't used to it well that morning i said show me you said i've got to leave early and i said well i haven't taken my shower yet show me what the button is to turn on the hot water and you showed me but there were three buttons that all looked just alike up above the control center above the driver's seat and i thought i memorized them but the second you left i totally forgot which button did what and I just had to guess at the hot water button and I looked at the words on it I thought I think I think I think so I pushed and I went back to take my shower and that shower had a five minute hot instant hot and so I stepped in I thought well I got that button right because there was five minutes of hot water so I stepped in and I washed my hair and in the middle of rinsing out my hair, the hot water was gone because it was only five minutes. And I realized I didn't hit the right button. So I very quickly finished my shower in the cold, icy water and grabbed my towel and why and dried myself off and dried off the inside of that shower because we were trying to take very good care of their beautiful RV. So this towel was sopping wet by the time I got everything wiped off. That's a very important point. And I turned and opened the shower door and nothing happened. And I pushed it again and nothing happened. And I realized the travel lock on the outside of it had flipped and locked me inside. You locked yourself in the shower. I did not lock myself. Somehow the travel lock on the outside of that shower had flipped over and it locked me in there. Oh, okay. We'll go with that. So... I stood there. I just—I know I stood there for a while, just stunned, thinking, "What am I going to do? I, I, what do I do?" So I started thinking. I thought, "Okay, well, maybe I can take this 
long towel, flip it over the top, and get it down there and let it dangle and hook that lock and flip it and, and jerk the lock up. Well, no there, such luck, huh? This is a long towel, but it wasn't that long. There was no way. The, tall, the shower was very tall. That did not work at all. So then I thought, okay, what have I got? What are my what are my weapons to get out of here? And I looked around and I had a a big shaver, a wet towel, and a shampoo bottle and my moisturizer, hair moisturizer bottle, and that and and, and soap. That was all that was in wow. there. Wow. That was it. So then I thought, oh God, there's got to be. How do I get out? Started looking for screws all over you know, where they screwed this this circular shower together. Well, I'm not going to get these these screws undone, and I couldn't find. They were all put in from the outside anyway, so that was a no go. And so I looked at my arsenal again, and I said, "Okay, the only thing could possibly be, I will use the 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 big shaver, put the razor in my hand, and use the handle to shove through between the shower wall and the shower door. There's a tiny opening there, so I would shove it in there." and try to hit that lock and try to pop it open. But every time I would get it in there and push on it, hit it with my hand, it would slide upwards or slide upwards. And I did this so many times over and over and over again till it broke, the razor broke on my hand and I kept on doing it and I was cutting my hand because it was broken. And so then I thought, okay, we'll take the, the, the towel and I wrapped my hand in it and just kept doing it, but it never would work. I probably did this 50 times and it always popped off. So you just didn't wait on me to come back from my appointment? Well, that's what I kept thinking. It was, Andy will be back. Andy will be back. He's usually back in, in, in a couple of hours. Well, you didn't come back, and you didn't come back. And there was a skylight above the shower, and I kept watching the sun moving. And and I have a bad back, and there wasn't even a place to sit down in the shower. It was too small. It's an RV shower. And so I was leaning against one side of the shower until my back would cramp, and I would lean to the other side of the shower until my back would cramp, and I was watching the sun move and praying a lot. Claustrophobic, and it was getting very cold because there was no heat. The and heat no was hot water. And there was no hot water. And so I was a just there. A very wet towel. That it, it, didn't, it didn't help to wrap myself up in the tower because it was cold and icy wet. So I prayed a lot and watched the sun move, and it finally dawned on me after I saw the sun move completely across the space, I could see, where is Andy? And then I remembered, one of the last things you said was, Rini, I'll probably be pretty late because I'm supposed to meet with my doctor and he never knows when he's going to get through, so don't count on me anytime soon. I have no idea when I'll be home. Whoops. And that's when I started crying because I didn't know when you'd become home. And, and also I knew, being you were gonna be late, you were gonna be in the rush hour traffic of Dallas. And I've always had a fear of you tra traveling in rush hour, because I've always had a fear of you having a wreck. Well, all of those fears came rushing back that you could get caught in a wreck in that rush hour traffic. And nobody would know that I was trapped in a shower if you were dead. And then I thought, okay, I've got two sons at home. Oh, yeah, I do have two sons back home in Oklahoma. But we didn't bother telling them where we were parked and what RV parked. We just, they knew our cell phone number, so we didn't bother telling them where the RV was going to be parked. So even if they tried to call me, my cell phone is in the front of the RV, and I'm in the shower, and they don't know where my RV is. 
parked in Dallas. They'd never find me. You locked in a shower buck naked. And the temperature is rapidly dropping. Yep. The sun is gone. I have no idea when you're coming home. And then it finally dawned on me. One last thing was, even if he gets home with no traffic hang-ups, no wrecks, he's going to walk up to the RV and try to open the door, and dadgummit, I locked it from the inside because I was going to go take a shower. So he couldn't get in. Even if he gets home, he can't get in because I got the deadbolt on inside the RV. So please note, folks, this is not my fault. <laughs> that At that point was when I really started panicking. I had been sobbing and praying and sobbing and praying and asking God to keep me from completely getting hysterical for hours now. But that was when I started really losing it. And I realized, you can't do this. You cannot lose it. You have, you're on your own. You're going to freeze to death. Because we've been having a trouble. Remember, we were having trouble with the heater, and the heater wasn't working. Wasn't so, working right, yes. Yeah, it wasn't working. And so I had no heat in there. And it's like I said, it's in end of December. And it was at that point that I had to stop myself from totally getting hysterical. And it was at that point that I heard inside of me, I can't tell you it was in my brain, I can't tell you it was in my heart, I don't know, but I heard a voice inside of me say, pick up the bick and try again. One more time. And I just, I remember I just kind of froze. And I thought, I remember thinking, did I hear that? And there was a just sort of an affirmation feeling on the inside. So I turned around and I picked up that broken bick and I I just prayed. And I turned around and I hit it, I think a couple of times, wrapped my hand up and hit it a couple of times more. And people, it popped open. Hallelujah. And all of a sudden, what was just a two by three space, all of a sudden was total freedom. You have never seen me move so fast in all your life, Andy. I don't doubt that. <laughs> if I was freezing and bug naked, I'd probably hurry too. I ran to the front of the RV, grabbed my cell phone, and thought, I can't, I want to call you, I want to just hear your voice. And I thought, no, I can't do that. He may still be with the doctor. I cannot do that. So I called my sister, but I'm sobbing. So she thought you had died because she knew you were in, you had cancer. And I finally got it out through my sobs. No, Andy's fine. And Andy's fine. Just listen to me. So she keeps me on the phone. She said, just stay on the phone and keep talking to me until Andy gets home. She said, I don't know when he's coming home, but we'll stay and we will talk until he gets home. And I don't know how long it was, but that dear girl kept me on the phone with her until finally we heard you drive up. Coffee Time today was sponsored by Garrett Family Funeral Home with locations in Shakota and Broken Arrow where they make you feel like family. They have plans from simple cremations, memorial services, all which can be prearranged with small monthly payments. John Garrett at Garrett Family Funeral Home wants to minister to your family. Thank you, Garrett Family Funeral Home, 918-251-6464. So there's several analogies in this story. I mean, it was a very shocking, sad, claustrophobic time, but it also showed you, correct me if I'm wrong, showed you that 
God hears you and he hasn't forgotten you even when you're uh, freezing to death? There, there, there are some points, yes, definitely. Number one is you're going to go through some hard times in life. That's just a fact. Life is hard and you're going to go through some tough times. May just, not all be cold, wet, naked, but yeah. <laughs> life is hard. Number two, God is there. Yeah. Whether you ask him for help or not, God is there. He's omnipresent. He's there. But number three, you got to ask. I, I, I was constantly praying, just trying to hold myself together. And I truly believe as I look back on it, he didn't, he didn't make the walls fall down. He didn't make it any warmer in there. He didn't clothe me in wool, but he was there with me and he kept me from falling apart. He kept me thinking. So you, you, you have to, you have to keep in contact with God because times are coming. And you have to listen for his voice when he does speak. And he did speak. You may not hear him. There may not be a golden bright light that appears on the ceiling. You just may hear an internal voice that directs you what to do. Well, the Bible says that uh, with Elijah, that he should, God spoke, showed up with a still, small voice. That's exactly what I would say it was, a still, small voice. Delivered I, you. And I can't tell you, it wasn't female, but it wasn't male. I, 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 can't, I can't tell you, I can't give you a, a, a genre it was he the still, quiet voice of the Holy Spirit. And I can't tell you if it was he or she. It was just, I recognized that, that it was God. Because, because I mean, think about it. God is just God. He uh, never left you alone. He gave you the answer and delivered you. After I learned a lot of lessons. Sure. And you had to do your part. <laughs> I had to do my, do my part. I, I, and it was a very traumatic time. And you can probably hear it in, in, in the story that I told. And here it is a year or so later, and it still affects me, that it was very traumatic. But I have learned through it that I'm stronger than what I thought he was. It was, it was the first lesson I learned. But I'm stronger than what I thought it was only because God was there and gave me strength. Because I don't think I would have, I would have probably died in there because I couldn't think. I couldn't find any way out. And it was only through God's grace and God's help that I got out. So the people out there listening, when they're going through a tough time, they need to understand that they are not alone. They don't have to be overwhelmed by the circumstance. They can trust that God is present. That's right. But the thing is, people, remember, you will feel like you're being overwhelmed. You will feel like there is no way out. And a lot of times, there is no way out until God makes that way out. Do not make the mistake of thinking from what Andy just said that, oh, you just wait on God, you depend on God, that it'll all be okay. No, sometimes it's not okay. Sometimes there is no way out until he makes the way out in his own timing and after you've learned and gone through what he wants you to go through. So when we went home that weekend and came back on Monday morning, you had something else in your uh, arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I came, I went home and I told you the first thing I'm going to do, I'm going to go into your little, your little cache of tools and I am getting a great big thing of duct tape. And I'm going to duct tape that door, that door latch back to where it couldn't move with a rock slide. And that's the first thing I did was tape that door oh, lock yeah. back. I come in, there was two foot of duct tape on a little bitty lock. <laughs> So sometimes uh, it leaves scars, but you still learn the lesson and you can be delivered. And speaking of scars, yes, I for, I don't know, probably a, a week or so after that, I could not take a shower in there unless I said, Andy, do not leave the bedroom area. I prefer you stay in the bathroom and wait on me, but at least be in that adjacent bedroom. I uh, I had to close the shower door because the water would have gone everywhere. But stay where you can hear my voice. Yeah, yeah there there were scars. There were there were scars that didn't go for. Oh, I couldn't I couldn't shower without you nearby. Well, you survived. You were delivered, and now you can tell your story. And other people are going through jump. They have to understand it. You can still call on God. It may look like the darkness is overwhelming. You know, time's running out, but God always answers. Junk happens in life. God is always nearby, and he will have his way. I am not going to sit here and say that you will always be rescued, because we all know that that doesn't always happen. But know that junk (laughs) happens, and God is always nearby, and God will have his way. Well, this is Coffee Time with Andy and Rennie Bum. Hope you enjoyed it today. Maybe maybe get a little common sense in a crazy world. God bless you. Talk to you next time. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe in your favorite podcast app so you never miss an episode. And for even more from Andy and Rennie, visit coffeetimecolumn.com.